important date. No time to say hello, goodbye. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and Adios Los Margaritos Kiosco. No, not Maya. (laughs) No bueno, por favor. I've already flipped enough tables over this announcement, and now I need to, like, write some so I can flip them again over your Spanish. Uh, Our Spanish is perfect. Oh, it's muy bien. Margaritos? Really? Kiosco? (laughs) We got kiosco, right? Right? Welcome to the 3 o'clock parade. This is Drunk at Disney right there. That's Rhiannon. Hola. Really? Fuck you. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, from the Golden Coast of California, it's Skipper Dick Ritchie. Skipper Dick Ritchie, here to stay. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, it's okay. As you, may, as you may have guessed from our broken Spanish here at the beginning, we are in shock. I don't want to use morning. I don't know if we're quite to morning yet, but definitely in shock at losing a staple of the drinking around the world for most people, which is... The Margarita Kiosk in Mexico is closing. I'm shocked to tell you. I think this is a giant conspiracy on the part of Cava to keep increasing their prices and decreasing their portion sizes because now you have nowhere else to go. Don't they run run the outside kiosk anyway? <laughs> they do have margaritas and beers in the quick service, but you got to wait in the same line as the other quick service food people. That's so those lines bullshit. are Yeah, that's some fucking bullshit. So fucking the only thing the only thing I can immediately think is in in, a, in an immediate reaction to help us, they need to just open just do a beverage only lane right there in the in the quick service. That that'd be the, the least they could do. Can yeah, with all the premixed to... margaritas you can drink. Well, can they add it to FastPass? <laughs> like, did you book your margarita FastPass yet? Oh, damn, I missed it. I mean, we're not going to be able to get a uh, frozen FastPass most likely most days, so uh, I would use my Tier 1 or Tier 2 as a... a frozen margarita. There you go. Frozen. Yeah. But I, it, it's one of those things I actually had thought of this though in the past as i'm standing and like for example skipper when we were sitting there in um over st patrick's day watching the mariachi is the kiosk has always been in that sort of no man's land in between norway and mexico and now that it's now known as arendelle now known as arendelle so it's sort of in now it's it's no longer in undisputed territory so landlord showed up olaf said hey brother you got to go you don't got to go home but you can't I mean, stay here. This is just more white people pushing Mexicans out. Oh, my God. Are they building a wall? I know, right? There's but, a wall there right now. God damn it. Norwegian wood. Oh. Make Norway great again. <laughs> yeah. I think Norway I remember great it again. being next to the, like, years and years ago. Wasn't it next to that little Mexican shop that sells, like, sombreros yes. and stuff? Yeah, they actually, when they, um, the Margarita Bar, the history of the Margarita Bar was mm. back in the old days, before they changed to um, the new Hacienda restaurant, there was the quick service restaurant, but the windows faced the sh- faced the pyramid. You know, the windows to buy yeah. food faced the pyramid. And on the far left side was the Margarita Bar, yeah, that was which great. was 
Yeah, and they had the the frozen margarita bar separately from the quick service. You could go up there, and it was just drinks only, no food. So it had its own area. Then when they did the complete refurbishment to the Hacienda and the quick service, they eliminated the margarita bar and then built that temporary one across the street. And now it's coming it's back to bite recognizing its temporariness. That's, yeah, it's, that's strong. Exactly. So, go ahead. That, was, that was like your last chance to get alcohol before you had to go through Norway. And, <laughs> and, right? And you, you got the yeah. aqua velvet. And then... Uh... Aqua velvet and this. Yeah. Oh, well, oh. Because here's what always happened. And I think you would agree with this, Skipper. Even if you wanted to go inside and get um, pre-mixed at, <laughs> as part of the uh, tradition, you go inside to Kava during Drinking Around the World. That's usually tradition. Um, even if you went in there and you got one, then afterwards you walk outside and, oh, my gosh, there's the mariachi. So I'm going to stand here and watch the mariachi. Yeah. Typically, we would then also then say, well, we'll get something from the margarita bar. Yeah, which I was right it. There. That was, that was so one whether, of my favorite things to do. So whether you went inside or not, the margarita bar on the outside became a staple. Yeah, I feel like they're stabbing me in the heart. A2, Epcot, A2. Oof. Man. Mexico has always been one of the top drinking pavilions. I feel like it's been knocked down a notch. Oh, it's still Except, not Canada, thank God. Oof. Yeah, well, still. but we do have the rumor that the margarita stand will be born again from the ashes. Like a phoenix. Somewhere else. The exactly. return of El Margarito Kiosco. Como se dice phoenix en español. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we're referring to is the way this came out, if, if, if you weren't paying attention to social media today, um, La Cava de Tequila tweeted out a picture saying, we are sad to say today is the last day of operation for the outdoor margarita bar. Cue me losing my shit. Yeah, you were not the only one. While you lost your shit, the rest of Twitter lost its shit saying, what's going on? This is a travesty. This is all because of Frozen. I told you I hated Frozen. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, as the day went on in the afternoon, they then tweeted, we'll be back later this summer in a new location, better, bigger and better than ever. So it leads me to think it's going to be rebuilt either where you said, Rich, kind of where the mariachi plays, just kind of put it back there yeah. or put it where the food and wine booth is, which is on the other side of the pyramid. No. Uh, that's where the food and wine. <laughs> I no. there. No. That's a, then it would make it the absolute first drink on drinking around the world. Not for mm. me. I it, just meant logistically. In, it would be the first yeah. drink in Mexico. Yeah. Well, um, but as Rhiannon once said, Disney giveth and Disney taketh away. Now, we just heard about the taking away. They're taking away um, Margarita Bar. But we are giving us what opened this week was the Nomad Lounge. And before we get into the details, I want to hear about this, Rhiannon. You tweeted mm-hmm. today that you were stuck at home and Mark mm-hmm. was in Walt Disney World going to Nomad Lounge. Explain <laughs> how this happened. <sighs> yeah, so uh, his kids are in town, and so we went to go visit them. And I've already taken my days off last week to go to Vermont, which, you know, Vermont, Nomad Lounge, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, so you're not... He, Terrible shape after that, but that's... Oh, no. 
Well, I was saying it was an obvious Nomad Lounge choice. But anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I didn't realize at the time I wasn't paying attention. I had my mind on other things. I didn't realize the timing that this was the weekend that everything opened. And that he'd be there to experience it for the first time without me. So, yeah. So I had him texting me at 1 o'clock this afternoon, drinking from the Nomad Lounge while I'm in a meeting. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, did yeah. he have any, uh, what, what, what was his uh, takeaway? Hey, this place is awesome. He's a man of few words. So he was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just a thumbs we, up he, on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> what would you think? Thumbs up. Cheers. Um, I was able to go on Saturday and visit, and it was funny because um, it was like literally like every single person that you see on Disney social media was basically in the restaurant. So it was a little bit it was that 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 was unique. Um, got to see a lot of people, <laughs> but um, you go in there and it was fantastic. I cannot. I don't think I can say enough how great Nomad Lounge is compared to other in-park bars. Like, you go in there, and it's as if they moved one of the resort lounges like Victoria's Falls or uh, and they put it on the river in the park. So you actually, it feels like you almost leave the park and go into this. The inside is air-conditioned, but then they also have the outdoor patio, and you can sit out there and get a table and relax and get your drinks and the it's just the quality of a resort bar but in a park and i don't think there's anything like that right now in the other parks the only thing i can even even comes close um would be the brown derby outdoor lounge i think Meh. yeah i feel like the brown derby outdoor lounge is thrown together exactly yeah. that's the only thing as far as just the fact that it's attached to a signature and you can get really high quality appetizers and stuff like that. I don't know. It just feels so I just, I said, that's the only one that I could think of to put near there, but I, I don't think I would. I just think it's a whole nother level of in park bars and it was awesome. I'm excited. I want to go. Me yeah. Too. And I got to try the Kungaloosh, the beer Kungaloosh. And it Still was great. About that. Still not happy about that. I well, how can you not be happy about that? Why are you not that? happy about it? Because there's a fucking drink called the Congolouche, and Disney knows the recipe. So why not just make that drink and call the beer yeah. something else? All right. Why I not both? <laughs> it's like that, girl, that little girl. Can't, why can't we have both? <laughs> well, that's fine. Exactly. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have a beer, but they could have come right. up with any name for I'm the beer. I'm thinking every single bar should have its own beer. How amazing would that be? Yeah. So, but... Naming aside, um, it's a good beer, and it's just kind of fun to order a Kungaloosh. But I agree, Rich. I'd probably go ahead and just buy, order the Kungaloosh drink. That's pretty cool, too. So um, I'm sort of with you on that. That would be great if they still made the drink, and I don't know why they don't. But like, the beer I would have been happier good. if they had like an Adventurer's Club ale yeah. for the beer, and then just let me order a Kungaloosh. Because it really does feel... And here's what I've sort of been saying for a while. Like, I love the idea that basically instead of um, – it feels like they're kind of going for this. You know, people have always asked, bring back the Adventures Club. Bring back the Adventures Club. Well, it doesn't feel like they're going to bring back the location. They're just going to bring back the club. <laughs> and you, the club travels and goes to all these different places. Yeah, it, so you get to go to Abercadabar, go to Trader Sam's. You go to um, Nomad Lounge. Like, the, the, the Adventures Club is everywhere. Because that's just that's what it deep. feels like. Yeah. 
because the Adventures Club is just it, you know that's just the building. The building isn't you know, but the the spirit continues. So, anyways, it was really cool. I was it was definitely lived up to expectations. I think Rhiannon, you brought up you and I were talking privately a second ago, and you brought up a good point though. Where are we? The only negative is, yes, they have some food, but <laughs> boy. It really is expensive, even for lounge food. Like it's 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 like next level expensive. Yeah, I was I was hoping that we were going to talk about that. Cause... Well, let's. Yes, let's. Okay. Well, I mean the the star item I think that because you can literally do the math because it's portioned out is the chicken wings for ten dollars for three wings. I mean that just sort of they basically did the they make it so you can do the math in your head and that's three dollars and 35 cents a wing or something like that yeah um and that's really hard to stomach even in a theme park well that's yeah i mean there was a little like tweet that we were t- that we had going on over the week about that and like i feel like i would rather just pay a little bit more like 15 dollars and get a full plate of wings then knowing, like, oh, you guys are just fucking me at three thirty-three a wing. <laughs> yeah, you know, like when they walk up with three wings, I'd be like, "Where did you eat some on the way over?" Or right. did some fall on the floor? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Are you going to bring the rest? Like, what? What the hell happened? Right, because it's not like in you know in some really fine dining. It's like a, it's like a fucking amuse bouche. Yeah, well, it's and like a lot of times the reasoning is it is fine dining. The ingredients are just so expensive. And so, you know, that, like, the portions are... Well, isn't that but their rationale is... for the Wagyu beef they have on the menu? Probably. The, the idea is that the beef is just so, you know, it, it, it has that value. It's an expensive beef, but that doesn't really work for the wing. Well, are these, like, from the goose that laid the I don't the think it works egg? for the beef. <laughs> Fuck that. I, I then again... So what you're saying is you can understand that some things aren't worth an upcharge. Is that what I'm hearing? Um, I just think, no. I, I, Maybe? No, okay. I think while the restaurant, I guess it's because it's mixed with the restaurant. Um, you almost justify this when you're in a restaurant because you're paying expensive for everything. But when you're sitting in like the bar the lounge area, this does seem a bit excessive. Like $21 for that seared Wagyu beef. Yeah, that's... That's a that's a bit you know that's tough to do as a as a as a uh, lounge appetite. munchie yeah munchie so anyways I mean obviously it's an expensive place it's a signature restaurant but in the lounge that that is a uh, that's going to keep you keep some people out of there hmm. could Not be me. good depending on who they're keeping it. Not me. I'm going to be there, but I won't be buying a lot of food. Although, Rhiannon, are you excited for seasonal fish balls? Always. <laughs> see, because there's balls. I, I, yeah, I see, yeah. see why uh-huh. it's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, the drinks, I did try one specialty drink. I tried the, which did I try? Jen's Tattoo, which, I mean, it, it sounds like it would be sweet because it's watermelon, hibiscus, and lime. It, it was very sweet. Um, but the beer was actually really good. I'm excited. I think I would try though. The, um, snow leopard salvation is what's, uh, looking yeah. good to me. I'd like to try that. The snow leopard vodka. Yeah. Mark um, had the Lamu libation, which is star African rum, cruzan, banana rum, guava puree with orange, lime, and pineapple juices topped with Gosling's 151. Yeah. I definitely got the wrong one. The Jen's tattoo was... 
Um, you know, I got the menu. I'm like, let's just try. I just want to try one. So that's the one I got. Um, I wouldn't get it again, but it definitely doesn't turn me off to any of these other drinks. <laughs> oh, you got the kitty. Got to. I guess the cat, wants, yeah. the cat wants us to move on. Is that it? Yes. Um, other things that debuted this weekend was the night. I'm telling you, you know what was awesome I got to see? Was, you know, there's been a lot of things. People talking about the... Um, the the Jungle Book show, which is like the temporary fill-in for mm-hmm. Rivers of Light. But what I want to talk about is the Tree of Life Awakening show that they do. It's not really a show. It comes on about every five minutes. It is so cool. Basically, what it is is the tree is lit up, obviously, um, at night. And every five minutes, one of the animals that is shown on the Tree of Life will come to life. And it you know, if whether one of them I saw was a butterfly and the butterflies started flying around the tree and then there were a hundred butterflies and they made different the, the great music and they did a little dance and a show and then they went back into a spot. I mean, it was just really cool and it um, really catches your attention and um, Sounds like really was, tripping. It, it felt like it and it was a crowd pleaser. Um, everybody was standing there and really enjoying it. So I was really impressed by that. Um I'm gonna see the uh, Jungle Book show this weekend. I didn't. I walked by it. I didn't have a fast pass, so I didn't go to it. But um, I'm gonna check it out. The music sounded nice, which is I've heard that's got good music. But that's about it. So we'll see. Yeah, I watched it on on YouTube. Um, I enjoyed the music, and I felt that I think I know why the other show didn't happen, and it's because the fucking water screens don't work. <laughs> they they just didn't seem to yeah. be. Uh, you know, when you look at the picture of what it's supposed to look like, it's got these two giant arcs that make one, you mm-hmm. know, screen, and they weren't they weren't meeting in the middle fucking of the screens. way. Yeah, fucking screens. Screen. Water screens. Yeah, so I mean, it looks like re- that's yeah. just not working. Yeah, there's. I mean, it sounds like a lot of the tech isn't working. Um, I'll tell you what fucking is goodness. sort of working is the <laughs> is the uh, just the atmosphere at night is it is it's great that like you walk around and they added a lot of atmosphere um music and, and entertainment to africa like you go there and they have new um entertainment acts they have uh, acrobats they have musicians and it's just constantly something going on in the africa area which is also means you great time to sit there and drink which is nice and then of course you go over to asia and they have the musicians there in asia and it's just so much going on at night, and it really does bring that World Showcase feel. I mean, it's it's always, to me, felt like a little bit like World Showcase, Animal Kingdom. But this really takes it to the next level to have all that extra entertainment, which to me, you know, yes, the Jungle Book isn't really, I don't know. It's not, it doesn't seem to be a big, doing well crowd, you know, it's not a big crowd pleaser. But the atmosphere and the whole park, to me, is is the star for me. Good for you. Yeah, I want to It looks fun. Yeah, Mark was actually going to go to that tonight with his family, but apparently it's storming there. Yeah, it's it's like lightning out right now. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a wonderful wonderful night to be hanging out outside at Animal Kingdom. So there you have it. Let's mm. see. Um, I did get a chance to go over and see the Canada Bar now. You, Rihanna, you have been to the Canada Bar. I have. <laughs> I went up there and finally saw it. They pushed it out a little bit, so it feel. They added. A, did they have the sign back then that said like, you know, Trading Post refreshments? Uh, it said Trading 
post. I don't think it said refreshments. But. It felt a little bit more like they made it, a, you know, an actual. It. I thought place. that from the exterior, it looked decent because they had a couple of tables and chairs yes. right outside this door. It's a trading post, and it looked lovely. And then you walk in, and it's a counter that had, I think, like four options when I was there. It was pathetic, yeah. and they didn't even have like a sign of what was really available. They just had a bottle sitting on the counter, so you had no idea what the prices were at all. And that was it. I think it's improved a little bit because they do have that sign now. But the one thing I wanted to bring up is I did walk upstairs to the next level, which is where, and I didn't even realize, there's like three different buildings that they could use to put this bar up there. So I would like to continue. And they chose poorly. Right. Like (laughs) upstairs at the third level. And I double-checked, it is ADA compliant because there is a ramp that goes the entire way up. So I heard once that like wheelchairs can't go up there. Well, that is absolutely not true. Wheelchairs absolutely can get up there. Um, so that was the one thing someone had always said as a reason why they couldn't use it. Um, not true. I double checked. And uh, it's huge. It's, it's great up there. And the view is up there is great. So I will continue. We need to continue to push for them to open that third floor real Canada bar. So just want to throw that out there. A. And then maybe, Rich, we can make Canada a, a decent stop on drinking around the world. Right. Well, they just need to get some liquor in there, and it'll be great because they're beer. Woof. As long as I have my unibrow, I'm okay. Do you just enjoy so, dudes with unibrows? Or what the fuck? What is that? He's <laughs> <laughs> so clever. All right, Skipper, I wanted to bring this up. I, 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 was, I was curious about your thoughts on this. You're kind of, uh, on the 3 o'clock parade, you're kind of our movie guy. Oh, I like movies. Uh, yeah. What do you think about this Emily Blunt to star in Mary Poppins Returns? The sequel see it. to the 1964 classic. Uh... No? I don't know. I feel like she looks more like a villain to me than than uh anything and the lin manuel miranda uh yeah is he supposed (laughs) to be bert he says he is a new character a street a street lamplighter named jack so yes bert 2.0 yeah bert 2.0 i yeah i don't know she just seems like a villain to me Have we known the whole time that this was a sequel and not a remake? Because I, I guess I always, for some reason in my head, I thought it was a remake. But now they're saying it's a sequel. No, I knew it was, I thought it, I, I remember them saying it was a sequel. Okay, good. But yeah. um, there's something about her nose that just breaks oh, Wow, okay. It, it just, well, I mean, if you look at sure, it. Sure, I see of those. It reminds me of those memes, two out of ten will not bang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, if you look at her... Uh, if you look at Mary Poppins, she's very pretty. And this I'm not saying that yeah. Emily Blunt isn't pretty, but she's got like a witch's nose. Oh my god, this seems kind of sexist. I mean, I don't feel like people are looking at Harrison Ford and saying, ah, that crooked nose. He can I make fun of his fucking nose guy. all the time too. It looks like it's melting. I don't ever problem yeah. talking about it. Yeah, he, he is, is accepted as a wide variety of characters. I'm not good saying he has got a lot of crap. I'm just saying I don't know if she has the look for Mary it's, Poppins. It's about the acting chops, which I think right. she has. Yeah. Right. I'm sure there's better actresses that don't look as pretty as she does. Uh, but, you know, 
They wanted a little bit of both, and I'm just saying that she doesn't have the look. She doesn't have the Mary Poppins look. Whatever. I'm, I'm also oh. throwing that out for what's-his-face. I don't think he has the I'm not Bert, but I'm Bert look. I haven't seen him, so I can't say. Oh. So does this... What are your thoughts on remaking? And I guess it's not a remake, it's a sequel, but they're kind of bringing back... You know, going after this again. Like, what are your thoughts on these type of movies? I know we've talked about a little bit with Pete's Dragon and stuff. What do you think about this? I mean, I'm fine with it as long as the story is good. And I can believe in the actors that are in the movie. And uh, I think that was my initial part with her is just I don't I don't believe her to be Mary Poppins. My, we'll my position on these types of movies are that it's sort of a can go either way, win or lose. Because when it's sort of, you know, you're you're getting people who are already fans of the franchise, they have nostalgia for the original movie, and so you're already generating buzz just by having it exist. And so you don't necessarily have to get too creative. You could, like, just redo the entire thing, and as long as it's good, some people are going to like it and go see it. But then the other end of the spectrum is there's going to be that expectation that it's going to be at least as good as the original, if not better. And I feel like you could easily fail with that. Like, look at the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderlands, especially the latest one. I've heard awful things about it. I personally haven't seen it, but it just, you, you know. You, I think that's, the, that's a good point right there. You're I think flying that's... by on the coattails of what was it a classic. So you kind of get a buy in the first round, but in the second round, you have to offer up something, and if you don't, you're going to be held to that initial bar, and you have to clear it. So. I absolutely agree that you're getting a buy. You, it, it's sort of, you're, you know, like they always say, you're standing on the shoulders of the classic, so you better deliver. It's, it, it, if you don't, it's really kind of a slap in the face, like he's a little bit... Um, yeah, I think I would have gone with, like... Rosemond Pike. You know, dye her hair black. She'd be great. She'd be great. But whatever. Um, first Ask Sour Boner of the night. We've got quite a few Sour Boners uh, that we're going to go through. I'm going to jump right into this one. Kel uh, would like to know, and or would like to add, and we asked, like, what should be the next outrage now that Shanghai is open? And I think this is great. Kel says the next outrage hashtag should be hashtag thanks ESPN since they're the one dragging <laughs> down the stock value. So I think that's a great point. Thanks. I might start using that. Well, and they used to be the darling. Like, everybody wanted ESPN because, you know, it was like such a huge hit within like the the uh, ABC offering. But I guess yeah. people don't well, care Well, so speaking of that... For the half that I did watch last night of The Bachelorette, there was an ESPN tie-in. So I think yes. they should have a Disney World tie-in. How come they never go to Disney World or Disneyland as a group date? I will say I've asked uh, Chris Harrison on Twitter before, and I did not uh-huh. get a response. Uh-huh. When are you coming to Walt Disney World? <laughs> I want to know when they're going to bring a Bachelor date to Disney World. Because yes. they, they did do one at ESPN on one of the shows. But what is... Yesterday. What's so unique about the ESPN is, there, like Rich said, though, there was a time, and I want to say it was as, as recently as like three or four years ago, yeah. where it felt like really it was going to become that any sport was going to be on ESPN. That's it. Like they were just going to be it. Like, they were, like the word sport was going to be replaced with ESPN. It's like, hey, what, what's your favorite ESPN? 
you know. And so it, somehow they, I know, as I tried, but it didn't, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, and now it's they definitely have started to slip. And yeah, that was the one that ESPN was so powerful on cable that they could charge whatever they wanted because the the companies would have to pay it, and that's just not the case anymore. Right. Like, if oh, yeah. you wanted to have the Disney Channel, you had to tie in ESPN. Uh, yeah. And all these other channels. And now they don't they don't have that pull anymore that they used to. Yeah, that's that's what's happening, is they just oh. lost their pull. And, it, and I'm, I don't think... I definitely did not see that coming, because it felt like... I guess my joke failed there, Rhiannon, but my point mm. was that it felt like ESPN was never going to be dethroned as, like, the absolute must-do for sports, and now that's not the case. Well, and I think that there's just a lot of other sports channels that you can watch now. Like, NBC has one. I wouldn't know. Fox has one. And now everybody's broken up also. Um, yeah. You know, plus, thank God for, like, streaming. So you can just stream NBC, like, mm-hmm. all the major networks mm-hmm. are all the major mm-hmm. so. mm-hmm. Fuck it. Um, Should I go back to the original question here? What's our was, next? Thanks, ESPN. The, thanks. It was thanks, well, ESPN. That was, that was, that was I, your I, I answer. Would, no, that's that was the she. That was their suggestion. Uh, no, that was yeah. Fred, that was their okay. suggestion. I, I thought we were then that, supposed to uh, also offer suggestions on top of that one. If you have a, if you have one you prefer, or we could always hear it. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Park Hopper Ryan. Um, jumped in and was asking Sarah Boner. I'm going to read it, and then I'll sort of explain what happened. Um, his question was, Flannel Jedi wanted to know, that. Um, so does that mean Matt takes over your spot on 3 o'clock radio? What he's referring to is, last week I went and I challenged the social media person from Universal Orlando to one of their rides called Men in Black Alien Attack, which is like a shoot 'em game where you score points, and I lost badly. Uh, nice. To the Universal guy, you Matt know, actually um, messaged to me privately because somebody thought I would enjoy watching you lose something, and I just <laughs> had no idea what was going on. So I'm glad you explained it. Yes, um, throughout the day, um, just kind of came up. Uh, just, I was I was just doing my normal, being ridiculous on online, and and it just kind of came up like you. Yeah, right. Just my normal ridiculousness, and I'm like, let's do it. Let's do this. Let's let's let's. You know, I don't want to use the word fight because we were not going to fight. We were going to fight aliens. And so I went over there and it was kind of cool. I met up with this kid named Matt, this guy named Matt. Um, so you went on a date at Universal with a guy stop named Matt. It. No, no, not at all. Sausages I went involved? And I cha- stop it. Why do you guys always make it sound like that? I challenged Matt. Matt and I had a challenge on one of the rides and then we Did you cross streams darn it this is gonna sound bad because afterwards we grabbed he wasn't allowed to buy to get beer so he got a coke and we sat and <laughs> drank it and talked that's not a date though it's one just, cup two straws no it's not it's not a date Did it you wasn't a date a pasta dish hmm it wasn't a date rich all right did he pay yes okay. Yeah, <laughs> he paid for my coke. Aww. he did pay for my coke. So, uh, That's so sweet. So and uh, you seeing him again? It's not a date. It's not a date. Are you hosting him at Disneyland next? Or is Disney he not World? returning your calls? <gasps> oh my god! It's not a date. Were you Natty Gant? <gasps> I was oh. not Natty Gant. It was just a challenge. 
on the ride. Oh, There's no head canning. Oh, so there was a ride, and one of you completed the ride, but the other didn't and was left less than satisfied, and so therefore was... no second date. You're totally mischaracterizing this. That is not it whatsoever. We had a nice chat. I got a little insight into the Universal Social Media game, and it was interesting. So there may be future dates. There may be future dates. We did talk about future dates. But it's not dates. It's just well, activities. It's activities you would meet up and do. Are you going to take turns? Like my place, your place type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a date. Let's move on. Oof. Oh, I hate to do this. I'm going to bring up another one. Brian is actually... Um, this will be the last mention of Universal, I swear. Um mm. In uh, Dirt Cheap Disney wants to know, he's got an investigative ass sour boner for the week. Um, mm. Is the guy's voice that you hear when you're leaving the moving sidewalk at Universal um, the same as. God, what is he, he said? Anyways, what it is, is it's the same guy that does the people mover voice. They have the same people, the people mover voice and the uh, Universal walking sidewalks is the same person. So there you go. That's what he wants. Fact to or guess? Fact. Oh, okay. Fact. Same sure. guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. His follow-up disappeared. That's why that was so confusing. But um, that's what he wants to know. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, are, is yeah, he so. asking? And we're apparently he's informing us. Oh no, he was asking, and I was giving the answer. Sorry, that was confusing. So what he wanted to know. Who the... Oh, now you're sorry. He wanted to know who the guy's voice was that you hear on the stairs because it sounded familiar and wanted to know if I knew. And the answer is yes, I know, and it's the guy from The People Mover. And who is that guy? Yeah, you did not tell that very well. I don't know his name. Terrible story. I... Oh, my God. Move on. Jeez, that didn't work. Well, Skipper least... Dick, I'll move on to this. Super Weenie Hut Jr. would like to know how much Kirkland Light can you get for a plate of chicken wings and a Bud Light at Nomad Lounge? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> a pallet. Three wings pays for half. Pays for 24 beers. How much is a Bud Light? <laughs> it's about seven bucks. Oh, shit. You can almost get, I'm going to say at least 40 uh, beers. For It's what you get. And yet, I'm still not interested in Kirkland Light. Um, actually, I was going to tell you, it's not even brewed by Kirkland. Oh. It's, a, it's a microbrew out of someplace else that makes them. Hold on. I'm going to have to find it. Keep going. Factual. Um, Skipper, did you happen to see this? Uh, and Rhiannon, that it's official. Mm-hmm. The Muppets restaurant is coming, and it's going to be called Pizza Rizzo. Yeah, I heard about that. So I'm down with the theming. Awesome. But A, if you're getting rid of Muppets, then why the Muppets restaurant? And B, will it be any better than Pizza Planet? Okay, I have some thoughts on that, mm-hmm. and I will go one by one. One, yeah. why they're not getting rid of Muppets, so that's well, why. Okay. Two, yes, I'm I think I do think it will comment. because Pizza uh, Pizza Fari at Animal Kingdom, which ba- basically made the same pizzas, recently went under a complete overhaul of their menu, and they are making, from what I've seen, very a little bit better quality flatbreads. So I think it is possible. That they will be getting better pizza. Change the shape and name of the pizza. You had it. No. 
either. <laughs> yeah, no, the pizza at the place was really possible. bad. But can we circle back to the Muppets thing, though? Yeah. Because I thought, like, this whole time they were saying that whether or not Muppets 3D was going to stick around, it was based solely on the success of the show. And it's now been announced that the show is not going to be renewed. So do we we have it as a fact that they're still going to keep the 3D show? Or no? We're just assuming that? Like, what's going on there? Well, did I, they... Was that actually ever Disney that said that? Or was that... We talked about this a few weeks, Twitter. a couple weeks ago. It, yeah, I don't... Disney never oh? said it has anything to do with the show. Well, it just seems like... Yeah. You're you're planning this total overhaul of the park where you're going to have the border of Star Wars land abutting the border of Pixar land, and how the fuck do you fit the Muppets in there where they Just, currently stand? And it's not, I'm not anti Muppets. If anything, I'm oh, I know you're Muppets. Not. I know you're not. It's I'm just, just saying logistically, I think it, fits. it doesn't I think... make a lot of sense to keep it. Even though I, yeah. I, I want them to keep it, it's just, I would understand if they didn't. I just couldn't. I just. I, I. I know you love Muppets, and I know what you're saying. I just don't agree at all with that scenario. I think it makes. If you look logistically, Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land are going to circle around the outside of where um, Commissary Lane is now, and what is Muppets area. So it absolutely is. Well, then, fine there. in that case, I would assume that you would have to kind of create a whole Muppets Land. Which would mean more than just one 3D show in a restaurant. That's a good point. See, that I do sort of agree, other than I don't think they have any desire to... I, I, think, uh, I know. Got, like, I, I just don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, I think the they're 3D done. Getting... show, the restaurant, the... Uh, Other restaurant. Store. Yeah, the merchandise shop. Um, and that's yeah. enough to just wedge in between two giant immersive lands? The fountain... Well, you won't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. There's a fountain. Never hey, mind. It's all I dropped my case. It's all no, I, I agree it's stuff. small, but I here's here's my main thing of the whole thing. I think I, I think we did this before, but I'll say it. I think we what they've announced right now, Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land, that is it for the next two decades. So it's, in my opinion... I, I don't think they have any plans to add anything new to Hollywood Studios for the next 15 years, other than wow. what they've already announced. Is it so wrong? I think to that me, makes still, me sad? You no, know, that Am it's I that greedy? Sad. I, think it, I don't think it's... I'm just telling you, that's, what I, that's why I think I feel strongly Muppets is staying, because... I'm like, okay, uh, Star Wars Land, it. Toy Story Land, that's good for the next four or five years. What's next? Yeah. At this park, at Hollywood Studios, nothing. Damn it! In my opinion, I think what it is is they're going to go from there. You know, Animal Kingdom got their big to do, so okay. that's they're they're done. Animal Kingdom after Are they? after all this is going to be done for fifteen. Yeah, years. after all that, Hollywood Studios will be done after all that for fifteen years. About, and then it will go back to they'll build something at Animal or Magic Kingdom, and then the Epcot will get the the next thing after that. So Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom they're done <laughs> after this. Expansion. Uh, it for depresses a me that you're putting Epcot so far behind all that. Oh yeah, it's it's going to be a while, but that's the that's just the hmm. timeline that it's going to happen. So anyway, to okay, bring us back to Muppets, I think that all those things you're saying are absolutely right, except for the fact that they've announced what they've announced. In my opinion, we're that's case closed. Like they're I not going to touch. I it. mean, they've got to do something with like where 
um, what's that stage when you first walk into the left uh, where they did American Indiana Idol? Jones? No, American Idol. Oh. Like, they got to do something show? in there. They have to do sing along. Like, Oh god, no, that can't stay. And then they gotta do something with the <laughs> stage. Oh, like that oh, thing has day. to become something. So I feel like they have, they have room to grow. Yeah, little things. Yeah, little things I could see. There could be there could be mm-hmm. big things. I, well, I could. It would be lovely. I, I would love it. So like Rihanna said, it doesn't mean I want them not to do anything else in Hollywood Studios. I just, I would, I just don't have any faith that anything other than what we've been announced is coming. I haven't asked Sarah Boner a question. Sure. If the cap on your beer bottle is totally rusted through, is drink it still it. safe to drink? Drink, drink it. it. Okay. There's that. There's that little plastic slash rubber. Mm. Okay. All right, just check. seal that'll that'll help you. Speaking awesome. of beer, just throwing this mm-hmm. out really quick, the Minehouse Craft Brewery out of Monroe, Wisconsin, is the. I've been there. They're the ones that make Kirkland Light. Oh, Shit. fantastic. I've been to Monroe, Wisconsin. There is not much there. There's a lot of cheese. And beer. Apparently, they, they've got a ton of different beers. Makes Kirkland light. There you go. Yeah. I mean, All right. Man, I'm going to go tomorrow and buy another. I'm going to support this, micro, this craft brewery. <laughs> support the mom and pop shop at yep. Costco. At Costco. Mm. Um, I'm going to jump ahead to this ass sour boner because it is mm-hmm. from the newest... I would say the newest member of the Three O'clock Parade family, Bridget Carey. Yay, Bridget! Bridget Carey, who just released her hit single, All By Myself, a tribute to the single rider line. Very nice. Um, You can find on our channel, just look uh, one above this one, and you will find All By Myself by Bridget Carey. Well, she is here with a Ass Sour Boner. She would like to know which Disney afternoon cartoon would you create a themed bar after, and where would you put it? Hashtag Let's Get Dangerous. Hmm. I think she called it out right there, which kind of bums me out because that's what I wanted to go with. <laughs> Disney after gummy bears. Ooh, because they had that little drink that would give them like bouncy. Yeah, the gummy bear juice, and they like got ape shit. Is it okay if I don't pick a cartoon? Like I want the new I want the new Mickey Mouse Club <laughs> done as a themed bar where you get to walk in and it's the set. You know how they had kind of like a bar as the set. <laughs> and you could literally go in mm-hmm. and sit at the set of the new Mickey Mouse well, Club. Fine, if you're gonna do that, then I'm gonna change my answer. I want Kids Incorporated. I want that club to that be. That wasn't a real place. even a Disney show. This is some bullshit. It was too. You guys are all cheating. Kids Incorporated? Yeah, that was in the Disney Channel. That's my favorite show when You're I was cheating. little. Not cheating. At least I used a Disney fine, show. Fine, fine. Uh, Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears. Bears. Then Gummy Bears. Well, explain yours a little more, Rich. I'm, I'm not as familiar with the afternoon cartoons. Oh, you know what? So... It was on the Disney Channel and NBC Broadcasting. Oh, see? So what do you uh, mean? Let's Get Dangerous? That was a show? Darkwing Duck. Oh. Yeah. That was not no, like I, yeah, I, would I knew Darkwing what the Duck reference bar. was, and so I thought cool. that would be cheating to do that so i went with gummy bears oh no that's what i'm saying she she took what i would have gone with right off the bat that is stealing your thunder after all your childhood story of meeting him and everything no i meant i meant launchpad and the quack oh (laughs) wrong quack (laughs) but uh but again like i kind of feel like you can't really do like a launchpad one because that's almost what jocks jock Lindsay's is so 
I think Darkwing Duck would be super cool. Yeah, I I not, I I hate to say it, and that's why I had to jump to Mickey Mouse Club, is because I didn't really watch any of those shows, so I'm not that familiar with them. So you're all available in childhood. On iTunes this week. Oh, sale. So, on sale. There cool. you go. So I I had to go with one I knew, which was Mickey Mouse Club, and where would I put it? Hollywood Studios. In fact, you could celebrate the history of it being filmed in the Hollywood Studios. Mm. There. Oh, so. that's a good one. So you could actually go set at history. Um. So thank you, Bridget Carey, A, for the question, and B, for the song. Let's see. Joe Bowden is back. I'm waiting for Rhiannon's Joe Biden. Yeah, and I, yeah. I'm over it. Joe Bowden's back. He wants to know if you can bring back just one of these, Adventures Club, Nightly New Year's Eve Fireworks, or the Catwalk Bar. Which are you going to bring back? Adventures Club. Yeah. The catwalk bar is so great, though. I know it's uh, Adventures Club, but obviously it's the obvious answer because it is—it's so much more than just a bar. It's got the—it's—it's it's like a show, <laughs> and like a theme and a yeah. spirit. But um, boy, if you take uh, New Year's Eve fireworks, I wasn't a huge fan of, to be honest. I didn't. Ooh, I loved it every night. I wasn't. It, so Disney, I, what bar do you want to come back? Well, he wants a catwalk bar. Oh. <laughs> nice. yeah. Boom! I like that. Um, so bring back Catwalk Bar. So I'd say, how about we bring back all three? I'm in. Yes. Sounds great. Plus bring more. Three. Um, Rich, I wanted to bring this up because you and I have a lot of fun uh, on Twitter. This brings up a, it brings up a lot of anger on Twitter. <laughs> is these TEA, the Themed Entertainment Association, comes up with attendance numbers every year. Oh yeah. And and um. There's always so much pushback over whether these numbers are accurate or not. Typically from the Universal fans is where these usually come from. But these can't be possible. But I just don't want to throw these out here. I know. Um, They haven't even – so anyways, so they're always a pushback on these numbers because of that. So it's always fun to talk about because it brings up so much outrage. Yeah. Um, But just for fun, let's run through uh, the top parks – in the world, number one would be Magic Kingdom, which uh, increased six percent. Feels like it increased more than that. <laughs> did what did they come out? Did they just come out? It was just like last week. Ah, oh, damn it! Usually I'm on top of that, but I've just been really busy. So this is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Magic Kingdom went up six percent. Um, Disneyland uh, with nine percent increase. Yes. Next would be Tokyo Disneyland, which lost four percent. Um, Tokyo Disney, uh, Universal Studios Japan, which increased 17%. Wow. They got that Harry Potter effect too, I think, pretty recently, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. I'm telling you, that Harry Potter effect is so so powerful. But just the first uh, year. After the first year, they, 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 they just balance out. I don't know. We'll see. We got Tokyo Disney Sea in fifth. I didn't realize, to be honest, that the Tokyo parks were ahead of the other Florida parks. Because Epcot in sixth uh, is the fir- is the next uh, Florida park, followed by Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios, which each gained five percent. They said, according to them. This is the so, part that I think is always the best. This is when it gets to. This is when um, it gets juicy. 
<laughs> it's going to get juicy because then, of course, down in a Disneyland Park at Paris is ninth, and then Universal Studios Florida comes in at tenth, um, right up as the with eleventh being Disney's California Adventure, and then Islands of Adventure in twelfth. So they are showing a sixteen percent increase for Universal Studios Florida and an eight percent increase for Islands of Adventure. Yeah, good for them. But so. but I also think that like. Because this has always been, I've always loved this, but I think with Disney's push to raise prices and lower admissions is going to change all of this because now it's not going to be about how many people visited. It's just going to be about how much money they made. Yeah. yeah. You know, because it's great. You could have a million people visit, but at a dollar a person, it doesn't mean anything. But if you have half a million show up at $100 a person, you're raking in the dough. Mm-hmm. So It's just going to be... It's it's definitely changed quite a bit. And that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with this moving forward with the variable pricing. And I mean, have you guys heard uh, hearing around are are you hearing people who are not coming to the parks at all because of the prices? God no. No. Yeah, I haven't really heard too much of that either. Um, so But I think I think Disney's quarterly announcement said it all. Because they said that they feel that the park admissions has kind of grown stagnant, but Everybody that's visiting is spending more per person. So they're, you know, even they still made more money than last year with just a little bit more uh, attendance. So it works. Nomad Lounge is not going to help that for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's absolutely what has happened is you go, you know, you may not go um, as less people might go, but I'm, I'm certainly, you know, your bills are definitely higher. That's just all there is to it. So there you go. So those we it was interesting. It came out and of course there was always the the there was always the pushback of that these numbers can't be accurate. Like how could Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios still be uh above and and to me it's the the power of the park hopper ticket. Yeah. People were like why would someone still go to Hollywood Studios even though it's under construction? Well, you already have the park hopper. It's included. So it's way cheaper than going to any other park. Well, and because you have problem- that park hopper for most people that are on Disney Twitter, especially in Walt Disney World, like those are all locals. They're not taking into consideration what it's like to be a tourist. They're looking at it what it's like to be an annual pass holder that lives there. Yeah. You know, when you're a tourist and you're going to Disney World, you're not like, oh, you know, maybe I'll go ride the giant freaking Ferris wheel or maybe I'll visit Wet and Wild. You're like, I'm going to go do all this Disney shit and it's done. <laughs> You know, maybe I'll go to Universal or maybe I'll go to SeaWorld yeah. or other giant parks. When you're a person that's visiting SeaWorld or Universal as your main place, that's when you're like, oh, well, we're already out here. Maybe we'll go ride the Orlando Eye or maybe we'll yeah. go. To, you know, I can't wait to see what's going to happen to SeaWorld or not SeaWorld. I don't give a fuck about those guys. The um, Wet and Wild attendance once uh, whatever Volcano Bay or whatever that place is called opens. Well, it's, they're closing it. Oh, is it going to just close? They're closing it completely at the in January. Oh, nice. What's going to go there? So it will go to zero. Okay, good. I, I, that, I'm fine with that. I thought they so, were. Gonna, uh, I thought they were going to stay. Probably open a hotel or something. Oh, probably okay. a hotel. It looks like. Probably a hotel. Um, Rich, did you get all excited about the Disneyland 50th anniversary of It's a Small World? I actually didn't even realize that's what's going on until I saw a friend of mine post, and I was like, "Shit, I should have gone up there." Yes. 
Yeah, I was. I've just been really busy the last week. I've been not involved in this world as I, as I Yeah, say. me too. Yeah, but so, what do you feel? That's fiftieth anniversary of It's a Small World. How do you feel about that attraction? One, is it, do you do you see it as a favorite, or do you see it as do you, like how often do you do it? Uh, I do it. I do it all the time. I like like when I'm uh, my Fantasyland uh, rides are Small World, Alice in Wonderland, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and Yay. Casey Junior's Train. So, man, your fantasy land is so much better than ours. It really is. Well, but we don't, have, really a, we don't have two Dumbos, but. <laughs> uh, you know, and yeah, the, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is a nice addition. Yeah, but, Seven Dwarfs is cool. But I do miss, like, I, I to be honest, I like I all the dark rides. Yeah, I haven't yeah, I done dark rides. Snow, yeah. uh, uh, Small World in a while, but I just. The Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Alice in Wonderland combo, those two, it's like, it's, wow. We are and, just. Snow yeah. White, Scary Adventures, and Pinocchio. I yeah. mean, yeah. I forgot Pinocchio has a ride. Yeah, they clean oh, it up great. with the dark rides. Yeah, Pinocchio's yep. tons of fun. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what uh, uh, is missing, missing out here, yeah. for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Let's see. Are you excited, Rhiannon? Are you going to try to get down here to catch that they reopened the original Soren? In the meantime, before they get soaring around the world? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, no offense to Soren. I, I, I'm a big fan, but I've ridden it enough times that I'm not going to make the three-hour trek up there in the summer crowds and heat to go ride a ride that I've done a million times. So. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I was, it doesn't, I'm really, I am really looking forward to um, checking out the new one, though. Like, I think that'll hmm. be fun. Yeah, but definitely. I don't. Uh, this doesn't get me. Uh, I it's. I get. Well, I guess they did they, it so that it'd be. It's still new. Have something they open in Shanghai. Have they announced yet the date of when they're actually going to debut the new film? Yes, I have a fast pass for. It's like the. It's like two weeks. It's like June fifteenth. Oh, okay. 16th. Yeah. No. I. I. Okay. I knew. Of, I think it's June seventeenth as the date. Yeah. But I thought that was the date that they were reopening the original until they had the new one ready. Okay. Oh, that's that's realize. the new one. Yeah. Ew. Then in that case, fuck. Do I have to drive three hours up there and bear the crowds and heat? <laughs> Only if it's still Pat, uh, Patrick Warburton. <laughs> okay. Only if it's still him, then you have to, because he's. Uh, he, we need to. So let's see. Uh, let's see what else we got going on today. Um, Chris Taylor. I don't think we've had Chris Taylor ask a question before. Um, welcome, Chris Taylor. Welcome. Um, hey, welcome. Chris. Bienvenido. At- at Drax008. So, um, ask Sour Boner, which park, resorts, and Disney Springs included, do you think has the best souvenir mugs? Ooh. Damn. Before I'll we go. Went, oh, go ahead. Oh, no? Okay. No, no. What were you going to say? I was just going to bring up the fact that did anybody see the picture of the new souvenir mugs for Animal Kingdom? They opened. No. They, they started selling new ones for the nighttime, and it looks like a. Um, there's two different ones, and one of them looks almost like an Asian lantern, and it's like a hmm. big, big mug, and it that lights up. Fucking adorable. So it's actually pretty cool. So I just wanted to let you know that that exists before oh, you. Oh fuck! I was going to go with um, on my most recent trip there. We happened to be doing a boardwalk loop, and so I stopped into the screen door the boardwalk gift shop and they had some super cute merchandise 
which made me jealous for all of the other resorts that they don't have that level of cuteness. So the mug they had for the Boardwalk Resort right now is really nice. Oh. I was... See, I was thinking, like, souvenir mugs, like, the theme bars. That's a good idea. Well, okay, who said any... Think, uh, yeah, no, I like that. Was it a bar specifically or just a shop? No, I, I'm just telling you that's what my okay. brain went to. So that's interesting. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to... When my, we were talking about... Uh, not Tiffin's, but whatever the... The, the bar is? Do they have souvenir mugs? Like no, you do at... no, they don't. Junk. No, they do not. Believe me. As of now. I've, I've made a comment or two about that. Hmm. The glasses are very nice that they give you. They're very they're kind of some unique you just glasses. You can't keep them unless you have a big purse. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, the, the one that jumps out to me, um, and I'm going to go with just bar theme mugs uh, because that's what jumped in my head, is actually at Jock Lindsay's. And the one, um, I want to get the name right. It's not the uh, Reggie's Revenge. It's um, the one with the blow dart. Which one's that? The one with the blow dart? I just saw the blow dart. The blow dart. It comes in that uh, green, uh, almost like a... (laughs) I'm sorry. He's (laughs) hyper tonight. That would be the, uh, let's see, signature libations. Which one is that? Cool. Not not the cool handed monkey. Um, Singapore sling. That's not a thing. Bedtime story. No, it's not. Those? Bedtime story. <laughs> Damn it! But anyway, it is one of the drinks. Don't laugh. That at has me. the blow. That has the blow dart in it. Like that <laughs> mug is the coolest one. It's like the green Ooh. one. It's got the silver Ooh. base, um, the and it's awesome. Poisonous My favorite. Dart. Oh no. no, those are non-alcoholic. Hold on. Yeah. No. 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 See, and none of it says which one it is. Hail Marty. Mm-hmm. Wrong no, that one's slanty. Damn it. That's my favorite one. Well, who else? Do you have a favorite then, Skipper? Um, I really like the... Um, actually, I like the, the, the glass that the Reggie's Revenge comes in. And I like the uh, cool-headed monkey. I think those mm-hmm. are both cool mugs. Um... But even though I'm not crazy about the bar, I have to say that the Nautilus is still my favorite of the Walt Disney World um, I, mugs. Now, if I we're think talking with about Dis- like coffee mugs, I don't think I actually have an answer. I think Dizzy was trying to say that he likes a hollowed out pineapple. Mm. Dizzy, yes. bad cat, bad cat. Yes. Yeah. It may be Not a souvenir, but just it's a temporary souvenir. You don't want to keep it very long. God. Oh man, Drama Day has got a great question. A Drama Day wants to know what's the best ride score and best area background music. Um, Ooh, he tough. throws out Soren and Epcot Entrance Plaza mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one is really good. Uh, and that one's going to be hard to beat. But I, I have a favorite, and it's. And it would be um, Frontierland, especially around um, Big Thunder Mountain and Splash. More Big Thunder Mountain, really, where it's like the um, the Western themed. I really, really like that music. Mm-hmm. If I'm not going to use um, Soren like he did, I do love Soren, but I, I do have to say that uh, Frontierland is my favorite. It just feels so Disney. I yeah, he kind of took mine with the. Epcot entrance music. So if yeah. I have to pick another one, it would be the Adventureland music. 
Oh, so good also. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Um, For a ride, I could be a cliche. Guess what I'm going to say. Grim Gritty Ghosts. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> um, I would say probably my favorite, like, outside theme music or maybe line music might, since I really do like Adventureland, um, might be the music that you hear on as you enter the... Uh, Tower of Terror, kind of like that oh. old time, but they've got like that yeah. ghostly echo to it. Yeah, um, good. Yeah, I really like I like all of that music. Oh, I, you win in my opinion. That is the best. Uh, that is so good. I'll give you that one. That is so good. Yeah, I really like that. Um, what? Speaking of background music, what is that in the background, Skipper? Holy cow! I almost didn't notice because we haven't heard from her in like a whole week. But that's Man, I thought sharp. she I thought I thought she might have come out when we talked about Canada Bar, but hey, she's coming out now. She's coming out now. Hey, Char, what's going on? Hello, Char. Missed you last week. What's happening? Skipper Dick Ritchie, I missed you too. This week, though, has an exciting event planned for the Disney Store Canada. Philippe decided to mirror Disney Animal Kingdom's new nighttime hours by having a late night event here too. Oh, that sounds cool. What's it called? According to the press release, Disney Store Lights Free Shopping. Hmm, what time does that start? Oh, in just a few minutes. So what's going to happen is the lights are going to go off and a special video will start to run on the projection screen just at the back of the store. All well people shop till they drop. Hmm, you might want to mention to Philippe that that doesn't sound very safe. It almost sounds like a lights out shopping spree. Oh, 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 just one second. The music has just come on. The lights are starting to fade. This is so exciting. So any moment now, the screen will light up with a majestic light show of epic proportions featuring everyone's favorite animated animals. Okay, any minute now. Uh, Skipper Dick Ritchie, there seems to be a problem with the screen. We're all just sitting here in the dark. Oh, jeez, are you okay? Yes, yes, I am, but I can hear some shuffling around me. I think Philippe is going to get the lights back on. Sacre bleu! Everything, everything is gone! Holy smokes, what? The shelves are completely bare. The store is completely empty, and I am in complete shock right now. How could this last-minute event go so terribly wrong? I'm beside myself, Skipper Dick. And the cast members. The poor cast members are... Oh, no, wait. There seems to be some merchandise left. The stack of Home on the Range Beanie Babies from 2004 are still here. But everything else is gone. <laughs> Maybe light-free shopping wasn't the best idea. In retrospect, I think you might be right. Well, there you go. Another amazing event at the Disney Store Canada. Till next week, this is Char signing off. Okay, who pinched my butt while the lights were off? Holy crap. So they, it sounds like they just took everything. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I love the, um, the different, I love that these guys are very, ingen- like come up with great ideas um, or, they, or they're willing to try new ideas, but I don't, I, I just don't think they come up with the best ideas. Well, and I think yeah. the name gave it away, you know, <laughs> when you're talking. Who about- do you think pitched her ass? I don't I would have. But, not uh, it. Not <laughs> Rhiannon? I don't, I don't know. know. You know that Philippe. That Philippe, their manager. He's, he's quite the character. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love the Canada Disney Store report. Me too. Um, Thanks, I'm Char. Gonna, thank you, Char. Um, Rhiannon, I'm going to say this, but I'm, I'm going to read this. Uh, everyone can answer, but I, I need to read this because I love the way that Jenny B phrased this as Sour Boner, which is, Uh-oh. Dear Drunk at Disney, a.k.a. Disney's Animal Kingdom King. What? Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. And then I'm uh-huh. going to go to your question, which I mm. – thank you, Jenny. I, I agree. No. And I Jenny, you're fired. I appreciate your support. But she says she is afraid of heights. Any tips on riding Expedition Everest? She wants to, but she's very scared. Have you your thought eyes? Of, What are your tips? That is what I always did, but, but that's because I'm af- I was always afraid of – the idea of I'm scared of like what you see, like the Yeti. Um, so that's what scares me. Really? As close to the really? But not anymore. Now I look. Disco so Yeti look. scares you. Yeah, stuff jumps out. Yeah, it scares me a little it, bit. He's not jumping out. He's motionless. But I don't know. He comes. You still come really close. Oh my god. I don't think we're helping Jenny um, with that. At least I'm not. You are. Um, but no, I'm not scared of Desco Yeti anymore, but I'm talking about when I first, back when I was scared, back when I first started riding. But see, to me, it's not the heights that do it, not the ride itself. Skipper, what do you tell people that are afraid of heights? Um, well, first, rides? I, I mean, you know you're up high, but you don't really, because of the way the ride is, do you really like, you don't ever see it from that, from that angle. Well, That's you see point. it at the climb when you well, go no, through like, you, the you, first temple. But you're you, so distracted, though, right? By like, right. you go through like, the I temple. Feel, I feel hey. like I, I might, my, my uh, I'm going to say this. When you're riding okay. it, look at all of the amazing, like, art and, you know, yeah. the, the way they built the attraction is so beautiful that you're not even going to notice until you're, until you're moving. And then you're not going to even know how high you are. Yeah, focus on that. I agree. That would be, uh-huh. like, the main thing is, is, not only that, but you also get an amazing vantage. If you feel like you can look, you get an amazing <laughs> vantage point. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I'm the wrong person to ask because all I do when I'm on that ride is, like, look around to everything that I can see. Yeah. I look and see how Avatar Land is doing. And I look and see, like, oh, look, there's the Orlando Eye. I can see it. So I'm I'm probably not helping at all. <laughs> No, if, I guess. It, it, but what I mean is, if you get, you, maybe you can distract yourself with like, "Hey, look, it's the tree of life, and it's looks like a little tiny." Yeah, mushroom. really far <laughs> away from you, far away down below. Oh my god! You can also people. see Epcot. You get a great view of Epcot. Yeah, we're not helping. We're not helping. We're not helping. You know what? Sorry. Watch it through your phone's screen. There you like, go. It's yeah. actually not a bad. Yeah, just watch. You know, record the record the whole thing. Okay. I'm going to back up a step. Go and, like, do hypnotherapy to get over the fear of heights, then ride Everest. What are your thoughts on, in all seriousness, like, which do you buy into? Drinking before rough rides or drinking after rough rides? Does it bother you, like, drinking before rides? No. No. But sometimes, It doesn't get me either. I always see that. Sometimes I never make it to the ride. It's a problem. Right, but it's not because I'm physically. It's just like, like I'm like, eh, I'd rather stay here. Right. <laughs> this bar stool well, is so much I can more ride, fun. Ride. I, I'll be totally honest. I um, so I never was big into roller coasters until maybe three or four years ago. And so when I first was, you know, testing my limits on what I could handle, 
I would get really nervous getting in line if it were a new roller coaster I'd ever been on because I didn't know if it was going to be like that one that just pushes me over the edge and I hate it and I want to die. And so, yeah, you know, if I had a drink beforehand, I might be a bit more relaxed and, you know, lower the inhibitions a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. and I'm not saying I got like shit faced because then there's the potential for sickness but just like one yeah. drink to calm the nerves but once i feel like you go on the rides and you know what to expect you've been you know done it before then yeah you know take it or leave it i agree that was sort of how i when i did see the yeti for the first time it's because i had spent a long time in um yak and yeti and, and a dawa bar for beforehand so i was able to watch so yeah so i think that would be our official thing is maybe look around look at the art and then get drunk I didn't say drunk. I said one drink to calm the nerves. I said. I said get drunk. Oh, okay. I'm in. Get drunk. Get drunk. All right. Fine. Um, well, I'm going to... This is be interesting. Mr. Doom, Parks by Doom, would like to know... He is a big Trump supporter, I believe. So he would like to know, the, what are you going to do to make theme parks great again? And I'm going to respond much like Trump's opponents are, which is... I actually think theme parks are pretty great right now. Yeah. So I yeah. think just keep doing what they're doing. I mean, some of the new everything new I've really enjoyed. Like I really enjoy, you know, I okay, it's not new anymore, but like all the most recent stuff, like Expedition Everest, and then they built um they built uh, uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Like I'm liking all this new stuff, um, and I like the new Harambe. I like. Um, I'm liking it all. So everything they're doing now, I'm really enjoying. So I have, I think they're good. Just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. Theme parks are already great. Yeah. They're awesome. And let's be inclusive of all people. Yeah. Yay. Um, so keep on building what they're doing. People keep saying, like, I wish they would build more stuff. Like, we're in the middle of them building an entire Avatar land, Toy Story land, and Star Wars land. Like, just keep doing that. Do that. That's what I'm happy with. Do that. Um, <laughs> Scott Sanders has a question. His is, um, whatever Mr. Monkey asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at him right now. Oh. Are you going to explain why? Yeah. Well, because apparently he's, like, whoring himself out all over Orlando. I mean, I don't know. Um... <laughs> Mr. Monkey uh, is single. Did we ever talk about that on the show? Mr. Monkey is no. now. Are single. we allowed to? We don't. Are we, we allowed don't know. to? I don't even know what happened. I just saw that one day she stole his PS4, and the next day they broke up. <laughs> so, Mr. Just just to add to what's going on in the three o'clock parade universe, Mr. Monkey tweeted out, "I am a single monkey." So the plot has thickened, mm. and. You know, he's still pursuing Rhiannon, but apparently and on yet, the side... Like every other human being. He is. <laughs> he apparently is. He's out there. So who knows? So that I understand that you're a little disappointed that he's not saving himself for you. But on the other hand, you're not really saving, saving yourself for him either. Oh, shit. We each have our standards. I feel like I thought his were a bit lower. I don't know. You thought his standards were lower? Higher? Yeah. So, you know, he's willing to share. I'm not. Oh, oh I see. Oh, you're disappointed. <laughs> he's not as you're saying he's not as pathetic as you he's not as pathetic as you had hoped. Exactly. 
Okay. Good. Oh, so Mr. Martin, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have phrased it that way. I would have said not as devoted as I would have hoped, but. So, Mr. Monkey, the men, I'm actually going to be supporting you now. Of course you are. Are you going to take them on a date to Universal? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't date. Rich. Yes, sir. These are not (laughs) doing anything. (laughs) This is just hanging out with people. But I hear that you really want some of his meat. Yeah, you keep asking for his meat. Now you're telling him that you want to support him. Yeah, I mean... I don't date men, Rich. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. I didn't say you're even dating anybody. It's you know you want some of the action. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So um, now we are fighting each other for Mr. Monkey's affections. Well, well Christy, Rich, Rich, your favorite, Christy, Christy four zero four zero eight. Um, uh, she's a, a friend of the show. She wants to know. And it's, we sort of touched on this earlier. Since Magic Kingdom, DAC, and soon D- Disney Hollywood Studios have gotten so much love, what do you do to make Epcot great again other than Ugh. Mars? I, again, I like Epcot, but I don't really go to Future World. I think often. they mean Future World. When people say Epcot, they mean yeah. Future World. That's what they mean. That's weird. Yeah. I, uh... um, I have my plan that I think makes sense. Um and it includes, an, obviously, an entire sort of retheming of Future World in general to a semi-retro look and feel World's <laughs> Fair section. Past World. Yeah, it's not going to be Future. No, it's just going to be World's huh? Fair. World's Fair. They, yeah. I, they should I just make it look like 50. I don't mean retro. I mean, that's just the architecture they're going to use. No. Like the 1964 World's Fair. Put everything back to how it was when Epcot opened, yeah. except keep Soren. Yeah. With the new so one, I, the new. Yeah, you would just you go. go back. Boom, I, done. I really think what's going to happen, and what I think the best plan at this point is, is they're going. Is what I think is going to happen. Um, I think they see the value in Figment and Dreamfinder and Imagination, and I think Imagination will get a complete redo as the centerpiece of New Future World, which will now be called World's Fair or something of that nature, and it will have that 1964 World's Fair look and feel. And I don't think it's that out of the way, Rich, like you said, to possibly have another signature attraction as part of it being something similar to the Tron Coaster. Oh, man, that'd be so good. And I think that would be it, though, those two attractions. I think one would go in Future World. Um, you know, Imagination would sort of be the theming hub of it. And the big ride would be on the other side of the park, which would be uh, sort of where Wonders of Life and Energy are now. That's where... The, you know, the other signature would go. And I think that Tron coaster is such a big deal. Um, and it's so popular already that that's probably what we'll get. I don't know. That's just my thought. That's what I would do. Sure. But the more important thing is the overall theme of World's Fair. Go back to like the original sort of feel. But it, so. Well, which one? Like the pre 50s that are the, the mid 50s that. Uh... 1964 World's Fair. Walt one, yeah. The Walt one. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's what I... That's we're going to put Small World and... Well, people have always... One of the, like, pie-in-the-sky-things-is-always-been-to-bring-carousel-of-progress-to-Epcot. Be perfect. That'd be all right. It fits. Keep it... You know, so then Epcot would be, instead of the future world, World Showcase, it would just be 
what it's always been, which is the World's Fair Park, and that's sort of what it would be. So the World Showcase and as part of World's Fair. So anyway, I think they have to keep the name Epcot, though, just because of history, but be interesting. So any other ideas? No, that sounds fine. Hey, I like it. Good job. Good job, everyone. (laughs) Oh, I got the redhead has a question, Skipper. Um, with all the talk of the margarita stand today, where would Drippy's Rum Shack be located? Yeah. I love that question. Drippy is Skipper Dick Ritchie's mascot. Um, where would Drippy's Rum Shack be located? Oh, man. You know, in uh, park or was... I know, right? I kind of almost feel like it would have to be... Like, All-Star I actually... Huh? <laughs> All-Star Sports? Huh? What? I don't know. Yes. I, I I don't know. Paradise Pier. Paradise. Oh, I, is that even an option? Can we have it in Florida? Or in, can we get? Sure. Why not? Just, oh, yes. Could you? In that case, it would. It would take. It would be Paradise Pier Hotel, because that the just the bars are the worst. <laughs> so. I love on your last trip. I look back at some of your pictures, and you took a picture at Paradise pier and we're basically like this place is the worst well it's it's fucking terrible it was five o'clock and the pool bar was already closed yeah what? that's where drippy should go right in 24 hours yeah drippies would be perfect there I love it was it. the saddest oh my god that was the saddest day like when it came to drinking because i figured i'm gonna i had a friend that was staying there so i uh I walked downstairs, went to the went to the hot tub for a second, and then there were like a million kids. So I was like, "F this, I'm just gonna go to the bar." So I walk over to the bar, and it's closed. And I was, I sat down next to the bar for maybe ten minutes, and then this group of hipster little shits came by, and they were like, "Hey, are you local? Do you know where the bar is?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's right here. It's closed." That's <laughs> <laughs> just the worst. Hey, mister. Hey, yeah. Hey, mister. Are you local? Do you know where the bar is? Hey, it's like, yeah, it's right here and it's closed. That was it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my new favorite story. <laughs> hey, mister. Hey, buddy. Hey. Um, Mr. Monkey uh, would like to know something, Rhiannon. Mm. When will Rhiannon turn me into an honest monkey so I can stop whoring myself out? <laughs> I don't think it's up to me. I think he needs to stop pouring himself out first. You're saying he should set the tone now. Yeah. Show his dedication. Exactly. So Mr. Monkey needs to stop, quote, like... bashing <laughs> random Tinder ass. Exactly. I think and... he, needs, he needs to look at this like it's the Disney Twitter sphere bachelorette. I'm the bachelorette. He is one of many. And... You don't go on the show and say, hey, Chica, I got, like, at least five other girls on the side. You know, make it worth my while. You go on the show ready to play. True. He's not ready to play. I feel like, look, to be fair to Mr. Monkey, he's recently been re-released into the wild. Um, maybe this is just a phase that he's trying to get through. Right. I right. it's better than... Being shot because he was trying to protect a four-year-old child that fell into his enclosure. Oh, but you know, shit. I was waiting to see if somebody was going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woof. 
Do we have another hour and a half? I know. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Should I ask the his next question as Scott, or should he get credit for this next question? And this <laughs> no, is actually a good Scott. question. <laughs> this is actually a really good question. What do you think is more of a disappointment to Disney, Alice through the Looking Glass or the Animal Kingdom Night Show? That's oh. actually a good question. Through the Looking Glass. Yeah, Alice through the Looking Glass for sure. They were yeah. looking at that to be a pretty big hit. Well, it, they I mean, failed. Yeah, that was their uh, Memorial Day week. That's like the start of summer movie, and it, it do you think very well. bomb going off? Scale of one to ten, um, did Johnny Depp's divorce craziness play oh. and allegations of of? Um, but that didn't come out until like just recently. Play a role zero. So you're saying maybe like a zero to one at best. I don't think I don't it think did because zero. I don't think so either. It was just a bad movie. No, I just I don't. Well, yeah, I think it was a bad movie. Period. And then if you want to try and blame the personal aspects, they didn't really come out until just recently, yeah. as in like days after the movie came out. So that doesn't explain the poor performance prior to that news. So does it sort of make you happy because it, it's sort of like showing they shouldn't have messed with Alice to begin with? No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that a woman was abused, so oh, therefore, ha ha, Disney, poorly. you should. The what? movie's doing poorly. Okay. Like the movie's doing poorly. Are you happy the movie did poorly because it shows, like, hey, you shouldn't have messed with Alice in the first place? Um, actually, no, I'm not because I think that there's so much to work with there that if you had really tried and had the best minds on it, you could have done amazing things with it. You could have really done honor and respect to. The property but you didn't so um yeah i couldn't agree more i don't i think that's a huge disappointment to disney is alice through the looking glass animal kingdom nighttime show if you're talking about the current show of jungle book it's doing what it was supposed to do which is keep people in the park till late so i don't think they're disappointed in that i think they are really disappointed that rivers of light is not <laughs> still not even being talked about but it will come about so I, I think but it will yeah. so i don't think that they're not disappointed about this show i think they're i think they're i think they've got to be pretty happy with how night at animal kingdom has been going though in general because it's it's packed it's just I, packed i kind of feel like they they've known for a while though that the whole rivers of light thing wasn't going to work because there's even jungle book like night merchandise yeah, you know. So, so I think that they were just like, "Oh shit, this isn't gonna work." Months ago, and that's when they were like, mm, "Jungle Book, let's throw that out." So, um, we've got a couple more questions. Then we've got a we do we are gonna hear from Polly, who's gonna mansplain Disney bounding. Yeah, so let's finish up the um, the sour boners, then we'll have Polly uh, do that. So we'll do a couple quick questions here. Um, let's see. Um, Super Weenie Hut Jr. would like to know, uh, Epcot opens w Wonders of Life as a festival pavilion permanently with microbrewery. What is your oh. beer-inspired ride? Skipper, what's the Kirkland Light ride like? Oh, God. Uh, I think you would, you, would, you, you would go through. It would be kind of like, you know, with, F or with Test Track, how you go through all the different ways of designing the car? Yeah. At least that's, that, it would be like that, but you'd go through all the different steps of creating beer so you'd get into a can of beer 
and you would go through like when the water is like soaking, <laughs> you know, with the hops, and then you would go through the fermentation, and then it'd be like, "Ooh, it's really hot," and "Oh no, this part's really gassy," and then you would go down through it, and then you're like, "Ah, oh, it's so." That gassy. sounds more like figment. The pro- <laughs> gassy. Yeah. The um, the Kirkland Light, the experience. Right. It'd be great. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, First thing that jumps to me is I would if you uh, the ride would be if it's if we're gonna drink high lie you could do like a high lie themed ride kind of like they're playing a game and it would be like a uh, you could play a game of high lie. You don't want to get hit by that ball, man. That thing hurts. Wham, Rhiannon. What what beer jumps out at you as your fa- as one that you would want to do? Well, I didn't interpret the question that way. I thought it was more of just like a beer in general. So. I was sort of envisioning a crossover between Living with the Land and Seven Doors Mine Train. So that when Seven Doors Mine Train slows down, that's when you're kind of like in Living with the Land and experiencing how beer is made. And then at certain parts, it speeds up. It's a roller coaster. Then it slows down again. And you're like seeing more scenes of, you know, the fields of hops and barley being grown. And then it speeds up. And then, I don't know. Would you be disappointed if they actually made Living with the Land just about beer and beer production? I think I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I no, I actually would be disappointed. I, I, I enjoy everything else. I know. I, there. I do too. I love Living with the Land. Um, I feel like they'd have to have a, a room like in Wonka with like the fizzy lifting drink. Ooh! Right? Yes. <laughs> well, this is a great question by designated Disney Dad. Rhiannon, you've been on Characters in Flight Balloon. I have, yeah. Designated Disney Dad wants to know, if you could dangle anyone by their feet from the top of (laughs) Characters in Flight, who and what are you getting? (laughs) Like, what are you getting for letting letting them live? I would dangle you. Oh. And I would get just the satisfaction of knowing that you owe me. (laughs) Like, I owe my life to you? Yeah. <laughs> or or it can be like the last time I saw you at the observation deck of California Grill where I did, in fact, dangle your personal cooler over the edge. Did. Thank God. Oh, that was scary. Oh, that was scary. Um, the first... I'm going to hang... I, the first thing that came to mind was somebody who could make a decision to add alcohol in the Magic Kingdom, but I'm not going to go yeah. that way. I feel more strongly about something else. I want wow. the dedicated transportation from the Africa outpost directly into Africa in Animal Kingdom. I want transportation from World Showcase directly to Animal Kingdom. That would be the ultimate park hopper. Oh, that would be just amazing. Can there be so, a stop at Animal Kingdom la- uh, Lodge, though? Oh, wow. So like... Pop over. I'll allow, it. I'll allow it. Yeah. Go to Sanaa. Pop back into the park. Just yeah, the like the Africa connection. Yeah, it's just like a safari vehicle that takes you from Africa Outpost to the Amakinum Lodge and directly to Africa. So that's who I would hang. Whoever could make that happen, make that decision, the green light it. That's who I would hang over the edge, and that's what I want. Skipper, who's in charge of Paradise Pier Hotel that you'd like to hang over the edge? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That place sucks. Uh, 
I love it. It's my new favorite only because it makes you so mad. Honestly, I I feel for you. If I were paying that much per night and the pool bar were closed at 5 p.m., I'd be at the front desk demanding something in return. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. So it's just because the Grand Californian is so nice and the Disneyland Hotel is so nice. And then you go to this thing. And you can tell that Disney bought an old shitty hotel. And it's but it's not that much cheaper to stay there. No, it's it's actually only maybe fifty to a hundred dollars less a night. Right. To so stay you should there. still get what you pay for, like oh, a for bar sure. open oh. at five PM. Yeah. In, in all seriousness, for some reason I was under the impression and this could be wrong, so I thought for some reason the Paradise Pier Hotel was actually the original Disneyland hotel. That's not right? No. No, okay. no it was the third... Like, it was just owned by oh. somebody else. And when Disney uh, expanded to to build California Adventure and, and the other park, they went ahead and bought that other hotel. And instead of doing what everybody wished, was just fucking tear the thing down and build something new there, they just painted over it and... Uh, it's just, it's just not, it's not, it's just not good for the price that they charge. Like, if, so, they, if they charge, like, you know, I mean, if they charge what they charge at a moderate, it would be fine. But when right. you're still paying three to four hundred dollars a night to stay at that, price, that is insane. It's bonkers. But that's not even it's what ba- I would do. <laughs> I hadn't even... Is it basically like? Oh, is it basically like? Is it is is if uh, here in Disney World they bought the Double Tree on Hotel Plaza Boulevard and called it like the Alice in Wonderland Suites? Um, are you talking about? Well, the one that used to be the castle. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no. Like just... no, 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 no. I not even that would be that would be nice. That oh, it's not okay. bad. Yeah, it's it's more like if they bought this is if Disney Hampton Inn bought its. Well, self back from all-star sports and called it a deluxe now I'm, I'm almost thinking more like the um it used to be the sheridan like safari or something like that in like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. more like if disney bought that and then tried charging you know deluxe prices yeah deluxe prices it's just it's that's really, crazy it's really bad so who, um, so who are you hanging over the edge I am hanging whoever can make the decision to get me Disney fucking life in the U.S. I know everybody's excited about Netflix taking over. But that doesn't mean that they're going to have the entire catalog of Disney movies all the time. That means that as Disney decides to release movies for streaming, Netflix will have the exclusive to it, which is even worse. Because that means that we probably will never get Disney life. Um with the full catalog because it's only because you uh, Netflix yeah. has, yeah. So right. when everybody got super like, like you could hear like people getting fucking boners over that thing, and I was so pissed off because it's just not what we what we really want. It's going to be worse than you think because you're going to still have to wait like ten years to watch Star Wars on fucking Netflix. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's doubt- I mean. I think you're right. I think this does put the nail in the coffin for Disney Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I would hold that guy over the fucking edge. Just be like, call Netflix, say no. Call Netflix, say no. Um, yeah, two more left. Lil PB&J wants to know, what should be the hashtag be for the margarita stand and the salty patrons? Hashtag thanks frozen. How about thanks uh, <laughs> Disney Life or thanks Netflix? Thanks Netflix. <laughs> thanks Netflix. Um, I was like, <laughs> I, 
I like thanks frozen because that is why it's because it's in the room of frozen. Yeah. Yeah. What should the hashtag be? The yeah, thanks frozen. Uh, thanks Olaf. Mm-hmm. And the final ass hour boner goes to our friend Polly, friend of the show. Polly wants to know if uh, we will trans. We will go straight from that into his mansplaining. This is Polly the mansplainer. If Mary Poppins has a cocktail, what would it be? But no rum punch. That's too easy. That what would Mary Poppins easy. drink? I feel like it's obvious. Oh, go what? Ahead. Well. A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. So a flaming mo? No, absinthe. Oh, it's absinthe. poured over a sugar cube. Well, flaming mo is made with fucking cough medicine. Wow. Uh, I was going with absinthe because then I'm you can actually with... see the penguins and the carousel horses coming to life, and you'd be on the ceiling. So, yeah, definitely absinthe. Oh, I'm I'm gonna go with Rihanna on that one. That's a good one. I'm going with a hot buttered rum. Not Kirkland Light? Not Kirkland Light. No, because in a hot buttered rum, uh, the 1950 uh, version, it's uh, made with lemon juice, sugar, maraschino liqueur, hot tea, a lemon twist, and cloves. And then, of course, Jamaican rum and a small piece of butter. So what? More importantly, I think for Mary Poppins, she is a nanny, correct? Right. Yes. So she has to hide the fact that she's drinking. So no, what could you put in tea that would be undetectable? What kind of what would go in tea that would be undetectable that she could be drinking so she could actually make it through the day with these brats and not uh, what could she put in anything? There? Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so just some bootleg because it's hot tea. All right. Okay. I win. You know it. You win. Now. That brings us to the segment that I am falling in love with, which is Polly Mansplains. So somebody we had asked, what should Polly Mansplain next? And there is this uh, phenomenon in the Disney parks and at conventions called Disney bounding. And apparently it's not costumes, but Polly's going to explain what Disney bounding is. And here's Polly, the mansplainer. I'm sitting here poolside and tweet came across requesting that I mansplain what Disney bounding is. Guys, Disney bounding is when you wear regular clothes that resemble a character or an attraction. For example, if a woman wanted to Disney bound as Snow White, she would wear a yellow skirt with a blue top. That's it. It's not a costume. Don't wear a cape. Come on. It's not that hard to figure out. I love that he comes to us live from his pool. It sounds like somebody's peeing more than he's at a pool, though. <laughs> he probably is. Well, at least so, there's oh, no glass around. Oh, oh, that is true. As a grown-up, I, I think I should mm. be allowed to have glass at his pool. That's why I'm not. That's why yeah. I'm not going to New Jersey. But um, what do you guys? What are your thoughts on Disney bounding, Rhiannon? Is this something you would ever do? Oh yeah, no, I I love the idea of it. I personally have never done it because I just don't feel like I have the right clothes you get expensive i think no i don't even think it's that it's like in his example okay fine you want to do snow white you're like a yellow skirt and a blue shirt listen i don't have yellow skirts you know it's like i i I sit there i try to think alice okay like a blue skirt and a white shirt i don't have a blue skirt and so it just 
I have to like overthink everything to try yeah. and figure out the right outfit, which means I just have to go purchase something, and it's you know it's just a lot of effort. But okay. I will say, sorry, my one comment is, um, I, I I am aware of this phenomenon, and I have been for a couple of years. But when I first heard of it, I too was confused because I think the term is odd, Disney bounding. Like I I don't know. I just think it's a weird term it but, is anyway so that's, those are my thoughts and your turn i think the one the, it does appeal to me in a certain way and obviously one of the things that i have started to pick up on is i really enjoy wearing like an adventurer's hat to like adventure type places like count. animal kingdom well no i'm you saying i'm like an of, idiot but <gasps> shut up rhiannon i'm saying <laughs> It's, it's, but in my head, I'm sort of like trying yeah. to sort of play the role of like a Jungle Cruise skipper or something along those lines. Like in my head, I'm kind of like, I'm going to go on adventure yeah. like the Jungle Cruise. You know, so I'm, I, I feel like but, it's kind of like Disney bounding as the the characters in the park. That, that appeals to me. But if you're only wearing your hat, then isn't that just the same equivalent to anybody wearing ears? Or I personally, I like to wear a tiara because fuck it. Well, here's the deal. I would love to wear a, a more, a better outfit. Shut up, Rich. I would love to wear <laughs> a better, like a, like maybe like some other adventure type, like a vet. Mm-hmm. But I'm cheap, mm. so that's more the problem. Like I, okay. so would you say that if I did that, would that be Disney bounding, or is that me being a costume of Adventure Land? I think that's more costume. If you were like. I think we're all familiar with the concept of the denim tuxedo. Canadian tuxedo. Exactly. So if you did the equivalent of a khaki tuxedo with your helmet, that could be Disney bounding as a safari guide. I feel like that's my calling with Disney bounding. Khaki tuxedo. All right. Or could I be Disney bounding? I guess even better... (laughs) Just more generally, I do like the idea of Disney bounding as those kind of characters, like adventure, uh, adventures club type characters, or like the guy from uh, from Progress Dad, stuff like that. Like that, that gets me more interested. I, don't know. I, I sometimes yes. No, I was just gonna say I think we, when somebody does a really good job of Disney bounding, they you can tell what character they're trying to dress up as yeah. without yeah. them looking like the character. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, so I've I've been accused of Disney bounding before when I was not trying to. Ooh. So, Did you yeah. smack them? No, I take it as a compliment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so thank God for Polly to come in here and mansplain it. Rihanna, could you have ever figured it out without Polly's mansplaining? Seeing as I knew what it was before he mansplained it? Supposed to play along with the mansplaining thing. So thank oh. you, Polly. We're um, uh, for anyone listening, please come up with ideas. You would also like to have Polly Mansplain, and let's see if we can come up with something, what his next Polly Mansplains will be. I am. There you go. Uh, that brings bits. us to... Oh, uh, six what? bits. Six bits, six bits didn't ask... I missed six bits, too. But I know he listens. Well, he's telling I, us that he's listening, but he's I'm not actually... Cut. I'm mad at him right now. What? You're mad wow. at him? You're mad at fucking the monkey? What else is going on as well? I know. What did he do? Not a... Well, so I had this trip this past weekend to Vermont, 
and I had talked about how I wanted to hit up a few breweries and, you know, especially wanted to find some heady topper. And he came back with like, oh, you got to go to Lawson's. And I'm like, oh, that sounds great. And so I Google it and I find out where it is. And it wasn't that far away. It was probably like an hour and a half. And so I started like mapping out my path. And then I was talking to my cousin who works for Lagunitas. And he is a huge beer freak. And so I was telling him like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to Lawson's. He's like, are you kidding me? I would love to go there. I didn't know they're open to the public. I'm like, oh. oh. So I did some more Googling, and sure enough, they're not open to the public, much like Hattie Topper's Brewery, The Alchemist, is not open to the public. So that killed my dreams. So six that bits, you to- killed my dreams. Fail. That's six bits of failure right there. Good for you, six yes. bits. What? What? Nothing. Just saying. I miss you, buddy. Last, um, so I don't know if this is final thought, but I guess it'll sort of is my final thought. Any, any thoughts on STK opening in Disney Springs? <laughs> I, I haven't heard too much about it other than it's like really loud. Yeah, I, I heard that it's like a nightclub that serves. Yeah. Food. Yeah. I also love that they have, let's see how many beers do they have? One, two, three, four, five, six, 12 beers of all, really across the, across the gamut from Bud Light. Um, bottled beer from Bud Light to Yingling to Modelo to Funky Buddha to Goose Island. So kind of crust. But I'm saying they're all exactly eight dollars, including from Bud Light to Funky Buddha. It's all eight dollars. I just think what? that's funny. They want to make it easy for you. Beer, I, I just think it's funny that they would, they're they're all exactly the same price. That's that's interesting. Like their wines are different prices. Yeah. Are these by the glass? So yeah. So, anyways, STK. What I mean is this something? Are you guys going to be jumping out to go see STK when you're down here? I definitely um, want to go. Yeah, like I would. I would go to the bar, and maybe like grab a bite to eat and a drink. Yeah. But I'm not Shrimp sure. I really drop good. everything to get an ADR or something. I tend to. My favorite thing to do at Disney Springs has become bar and app crawl. I like going. Oh, to totally. Drink and doing apps. Yeah, that um, good. And I've, awesome. I've sort of stopped wanting full dinners there because I don't want to commit to just one. I like trying three or four different places. Okay, Mr. Monkey. Oh, <laughs> Okay, that was pretty funny. I will take it as I'm the Mr. Monkey of Disney Springs uh, restaurants. Uh, I don't just mm. commit to one. But it did sound... I will say, uh, Rhiannon, it did sound like... Um, Mr. Monkey wants to do better for you. We'll have to get his opinion on that this week. We'll see how he reacts. He is the Chad of the season's Bachelorette. Makes you wonder, Skipper, have you ever watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette? Oh, yeah. Like when I lived in Florida, I used to watch that shit religiously. (laughs) We need to get you back, buddy. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And then uh, then I was just like, no... I oh, just, I forgot to say. Oh, go ahead. What happened? No, please. I just got tired of reality TV in general. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts this week uh, before we sign off and uh, get back into the wild? I might go to Disney on Thursday. No kidding. Ah. What's going on this Thursday? Uh, I have tomorrow and Thursday off, and a friend of mine said, 
I'm going to Disneyland, and I like going to Disneyland. So that's awesome. Would you go up just? Would you get? A, would you get a hotel, or would you just go up for the night? What are you gonna do? No, if I go up on Thursday, I'm just gonna grab the train up and down, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, just probably go to the park for a little while, and then head over to Trader Sam's, and then go grab something for dinner someplace, and jump on the train back. So yes, your trip to uh, to uh, Disneyland. I wish I was going. Universal. I wish you were too, buddy. Oh yeah, God. that sounds good. I, I'm telling you, I'm. It's gonna happen this year. I'm going to California for a wedding. It's really throwing off my plans. Uh, that's mm. what I don't understand. If you guys are already gonna be out here, right? It's a, It's the timing. It's in a terrible. It's, oh. it's like I have to be oh, back for work. Yeah, right. I have to be back for work. You so can, no other You can watch that uh, how to pour coffee training video or whatever the hell you were watching from any computer anywhere <laughs> in the world. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, okay, well, if nobody else has any final thoughts, uh, the final parade float will be my hand-washing video that you're mentioning coming down on the final float that I had to do today. <laughs> I had to do a. It's about time you learn how to do that. I had to do a training class on a, a, a online learning on how to wash my hands. So do you, do you sing the Happy Birthday song the whole time? <laughs> it didn't say that actually. Oh. I was waiting for them to say that. Although let's be honest, I actually skipped through the entire thing and just took the quiz. So because you don't actually wash your hands. I get it. I've done it before. Can yeah. I ask? You, I, I have a question based on this. Mm. How long did it say that you should wash your hands for? Uh, I'm going to be 100% honest and say I skipped through everything and just took the quiz, and that actually wasn't one of the questions. Because I've read you're supposed to watch your, like, what is it, three minutes? Is how I long? heard two, which okay. still seems highly still excessive. Right? I'm hearing, to be honest, I typically hear about 20 seconds. Uh, I think that that's... seems more about right. Well, so this is why I'm asking, because I am known to take long showers. and Good for you. Right? Uh, even though we're in a drought, and I'm sorry, I enjoy a okay. shower. Bad for the environment, good for you. If they say that it takes two minutes to wash your hands, how long should it take for you to take a fucking shower then? If you go two for your hands, two for your feet, and then, you know... Well, I think it's a matter of how you transport germs, yes. and so you're not really transporting germs right. via your shoulders as much. Right, that's you. Yeah. Well, I don't know okay. I don't <laughs> like touch my shoulders to door handles and then like rub my nose with them. And, uh, For the record, the CDC recommends twenty seconds. Oh, okay. Bad. That ruins my dream of a thirty-minute shower. Fuck it. So there you go. Thirty. Yeah. You're still seconds. killing the environment. Good for you. So the final float of this week's three o'clock parade is the giant hand-washing sink coming down the road. It is throwing out soap bubbles to celebrate another fine hand-washing experience. So, kungaloosh, everybody. Good for hand jobs. Oh, yay. Yeah. Oh, wait. Whoa. Whoa. Bye. Bye-bye.
Hey, what's going on? Uh-oh.
slave in the magic mirror, come from the farthest space. Through wind and darkness, I summon thee. Speak! Let me see thy face. Famed is thy beauty, majesty. But hold, three lovelier maids I see. And here, in Mickey's imagination, beauty and love will always survive. No! A magic spell in the black of night with a scream of fright. And a bolt of light. Me and all the powers of my magic. 
right